Hello, my name is Corey Pritchard, and I, uh, I guess, uh, come in a number of different ways. Uh, but today, I want to make sure that I'm speaking to you directly, uh, just as Corey Pritchard, not from uh, my company or not from a ministry or anything like that. And my goal is to be as, as candid, as open, as honest as I possibly can about a number of things. Uh, I'm not sure what your experience is or uh, what you're coming from or what background you're coming from. Uh, so maybe you are uh, in a, uh, a continent, you know, maybe in Africa, maybe in Europe, maybe in a country uh, such as Burundi, uh, maybe in, in South Africa, uh, maybe in, you know, Taiwan or Vietnam. Uh, you could be, you know, anywhere on the planet. I am actually recording this from the United States. Uh, so the powerful thing is, is that the message that I'd like to be able to share with you over the course of time, you know, maybe a year, two years, I'm not sure how long this will go. Uh, but it's a case where that message is powerful enough to be able to transcend not just uh, time, but also space. Uh, and the main thing is to make sure that I can share a message with you that, ch that totally has changed and revolutionized my life. Uh, so I want to make sure that I give that same opportunity for you. So I'll give you a little bit of background about me as I'm, I'm beginning. Uh, I am 40 years old right now at the, at the time of this recording. Uh, I have uh, three children. I've been married for almost 11 years coming up here in November. Uh, my background is in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, I'm not sure, again, where you're hearing this from, but it's just a now, kind of a smaller city uh, in the United States. Uh, and, and the case was for me, uh, again, this this uh, segment is entitled or the series of the segments is called Super is Natural in the Kingdom of God. And, and I, I think uh, it's a it's a perfect uh, title uh, to be able to really lay the foundation for what really uh, I believe is, again, one of the most important messages in history. Right uh, now, not just now, but forever. Uh, but again, in, in my growing up, I grew up in church. Uh, so for you, you may have grown up in a in a Buddhist background or uh, maybe uh, in a Hindu background, uh, depending on what part of the world that you're in. Uh, here in the United States, normally uh, it is uh, either Catholicism or you know some form of Christianity. Uh, and for some rare cases, there could be some other sects, uh, maybe like Mormonism, uh, could be like um, you know again, uh, let's see, uh, Seven Day Adventist or um, Jehovah's Witnesses, right? A, a lot of uh, different types of religions. Uh, and also for in, in, in other rare cases, there could be uh, those who, who grew up in witchcraft, uh, some, some form of witchcraft. It could be uh, Wiccans or uh, some type of uh, voodoo or something like that, right? We got all of these different things. A lot of things are, 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 uh, are just so mysterious that we don't talk about them, okay? But we need to be very open and honest about uh, the way that people actually view themselves and the way they view the world, right? And the way that they view God, right? This is a very important thing, okay? Because it frames everything for our lives. So for me, uh, I grew up, again, uh, in a Christian in a Christian background. And uh, my mom, <laughs> mother was uh, very adamant about me going to church, okay? My grandparents were heavily involved in the church. Uh, I, as a kid, like every other kid, you know, I believe, uh, especially ones that were uh, growing up in my neighborhood, you know, we we commonly lied, you know, commonly just don't, did things that we weren't supposed to be doing. It wasn't really a big deal. Uh, of course, we had, you know, some some punishment and things for coming for some of that. But uh, I never really had any idea of God, didn't really have any notion of God. Uh, I went to church. I would sleep in the pews when I went. I always uh, joke and say that. Uh, but it was a very religious environment. Uh, the, the preacher, I had no idea what he was talking about. They had people that were doing, you know, some things that were very rehearsed and programmed. So a lot of hypocrisy, you know, people weren't living 
uh, what they actually read in the Bible, what they talked about in the Bible. And I knew that as a kid, I could see that. So I didn't want any part of it. I just was, you know, going because I had to go. So uh, that went on to, for me until I was about 13 years old. And then I was actually uh, baptized or I went down and actually gave my own personal confession and a hope and faith and belief in Jesus Christ. Okay. So for, again, uh, if you don't have that kind of background, I'll, I'll clean some of that up, but that's just the way that it went, but nothing really changed for me. The main thing that changed for me is that I began to feel bad for the sin that I was doing, right? So the lying and stealing and, 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 and the things that I was doing, uh, the challenge was I didn't really stop doing them. I just felt bad for doing them. Okay. And that, that went on for me in a cycle of, uh, just asking God for forgiveness, continuing to do the bad thing, asking God for forgiveness, and then continue to do the bad thing. Let me go in and actually pull up. Uh, I want you to be able to see our super is natural in the kingdom of God as I'm talking. Uh, so again, it just kind of went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I'm not sure if you are familiar with that. Okay. But that's a cycle that uh, a lot of people go through in Christianity and maybe other religions. Uh, and until I was in college and my last year in college, I believe I was uh, around 23 years old. I think it's about the ages I was. And uh, I had started researching the internet, looking for all types of different religions. And I'm like, man, I got to be able to figure out how this thing works out, right? I've grown up in this so-called Christianity, uh, but none of it really hit with me. Okay, I was reading the Bible, still sinning, uh, well, just in a lot of sin, open and and rebellious sin that I knew about that I shouldn't do, but I was continuously still in that sin. And uh, I broke down in my dorm room and I said... uh, you know, at that point, you know, for me, my, my father was a Vietnam vet. Okay. So he went away from the war. Uh, literally, uh, he had a family member that told him they, they, they sent one and they, and they, and they, uh, they, you know, one went away and they sent back another is what she said to him because he was just a totally different person when he came back, uh, from boot camp, uh, and from, and from the war, just not the same person. And that's the person I grew up with in the household. So for me, when I was dealing with, uh, this, you know, walk I wanted with God or with Jesus Christ. And I knew for a fact that I didn't know Jesus Christ in the same way that I didn't know my father lived my entire life up until that point as a kid with my father, but I didn't know who was, he was very distant. Okay. Didn't know anything about him. Uh, so it was a case where, again, I said for myself that I don't know you. Right. And I, and I really wanted God more than any time in my life before I had this huge dark void that was in my heart. And I said, I, I can't continue this life that I'm living uh, in the way that I'm doing it. I'm going to kill myself is, is basically what I said. That's the way I said it. I said something's going to happen because I, I'm just on a, a, a path of self-destruction. I, I felt like a time bomb was ticking. I had this huge black hole in my heart. So again, I broke down in my dorm room. I did have some, some again, some reference points because again, I grew up in Christianity, but I said, you know, I need to know you for myself. So I said, Jesus Christ, if you're real, can you please come into my heart? I want to know you. Don't, don't forget, I had already been baptized uh, earlier in my life. Uh, so for me, me asking Jesus Christ to come into my heart, me asking to be filled uh, was, was, a, was, a, was a life changer for me. Okay. For that point, uh, the, the open willful sin that I was in, I couldn't do a lot of those things anymore. And did I live perfect? You know, I wasn't perfect, but something was just drastically different. It seemed like I had actually had the power uh, to stand against some of the things I, I didn't, didn't actually, uh, was not able to stand against up until that point. So again, that was, that was my second shift. Uh, okay. And then from then, then again, things were different, but for me, I noticed that I was totally different and I was a lot, I was different than a lot of people around me. I graduated from college, uh, went back into the church that I was baptized in, started to serve in different ministries and do a lot of different work. 
And I realized I was just totally different. I was totally in love with God. I always wanted to read the Bible and, and just, just was getting you know a lot of what they call revelation, a lot of uh, good communication with God. I was just really just totally in love. And I ignored a lot of things that a lot of people left the church for. Um, so it wasn't until uh, I believe I was age 28, about five or six years later, uh, that, that, that just, just hit, you know, it's like I hit a brick wall. Okay. And I personally, with my spiritual walk, I was still on the right course, but the things that I was able to accept, I wasn't able to accept those things any longer. Uh, so what happened is, is, uh, it was just a very ironic thing. You know, some, I was uh, actually doing some service again, serving a lot of ministries in church, and uh, the the pastor of the church called me in and, and said that someone complained about me, I guess not doing a good job in, in one of the ministries. Not sure uh, if that was the case or not, but he called me and I'm glad he did. Uh, and, and just decided, he said that we were going to uh, set you aside, you know, and, and let you kind of get some things together before we bring you back. Uh, and I know that the honest the truth is, is that the, you know, I was a very good giver uh, and that my giving had started to slip. I wasn't giving nearly as much, to be honest with you. I didn't have as much money at that time uh, to give, uh, but my giving had started to slip. So because of my giving, you know, slipping, I know that's the reason why uh, I was brought in. And that was just the, one of the most uh, powerful things that happened for me. I didn't have any type of resentment uh, for, 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 uh, for, for that, for that, for that person. Uh, none of that. Uh, but as he was talking, the only thing I could kept rehearsing it only in my heart is, is that when I leave this office, I'm never coming back to this church again. And I knew that. So as soon as he was done talking, you know, I gave him a handshake, uh, and told him to have a great day. And I never went back, never went back to his office, never went back to that church and never turned back. And to be honest, it was the last time that I actually joined the church, hadn't joined, joined the church since. So, uh, that began a journey for me. And I knew that there was something more. My wife was feeling the same way, uh, at that time. So she knew that there was something more and we just didn't know what that was. So I'm not going to just, you know, keep continue to go into, into that path as much. Okay. If you want to hear more about that, then maybe I'll, uh, talk more about it in other segments, but I want to make sure you get a, a sound foundation about who I am and where I'm coming from. So with all of that, uh, hypocrisy and acting and, just just pretending that I saw, I'm like, you know, I, I just really don't want that, right? I knew that I didn't want that. So uh, when I when I went on a little further, you know, then, then what happened is I actually was able to discover, again, what changed my life to totally and completely. So as I'm recording this message to you, I do not have a religion, which is so strange, right? So you're saying, okay, hey, Corey, you're, you're recording uh, this message and and you're saying uh, to me that you don't have any religion. That doesn't even make any sense. You're talking about God and God concepts, but then you say you don't have any religion. Okay, so what kind of weird thing are you going to uh, be talking about, right? And uh, I'm just going to be totally honest, you know, that that I was able to, for myself, find out what it is that was hidden from all of humanity. And you know, I think that was the, the plan uh, so that we believe that, we had to enter a relationship with God or to have a, a correct concept, a reference of God uh, through religion, right? So all of us have had these strange, you know, different ways, traditions and all types of things that people have given to us and said, this is what you have to do in order to know and know, know God and be known by God. Uh, so 
if you haven't heard this before, then the reality is, is that all humanity actually stemmed in the same person, right? So uh, the different people have different beliefs. Mostly science tried to uh, try to uh, erode away at that foundation. But uh, realistically, throughout history and all the throughout throughout the world, this is a very consistent thing. Okay, it's not really that big of a, a surprise. But I want to make sure that I reiterate the fact that we all came from Adam, right? So there was a, a, a single singular person, right? That, that, that was actually created, uh, given a territory, uh, a, a, a rulership over a place, right? Definitely uh, was, he inherited the entire earth because I mean, literally who else was around, right? There's no other people that was around. Uh, so through this person and God wanted to be able to have his reality, his, his, his will, his desires to actually manifest. And that's just just the way that it is. Now, that didn't work out, you know, for him. You know, he, he made a decision um, and because of that decision he made, then we all lost the planet. Right. We all lost the inheritance that God wanted. And we also lost the inheritance. Right. We also lost the connection that God wanted us to have with him. And with and with heaven, that's what everybody's looking for, right? Everybody through these religions is trying to fight to try to get back into that relationship with God, right? Fight, trying to fight uh, to get uh, uh, back into that connection with heaven. Everybody's trying to get to heaven, right? So another thing that everybody's looking to get is is to is to get this uh, power, right? This dominion, this subduing power. Uh, they're, they're looking to get all of these things that were given. Uh, to Adam in in the garden, uh, so because of that, then God is just a such such a, a such an awesome God that He already figured out exactly how He wanted to work everything out. Isn't that crazy? I mean, uh, really, God doesn't start anything before He's finished. So before uh, what happened with Adam, as far as his transgression, uh, his forfeiting of of all of his rights, before that happened, then God had already figured out exactly you know how 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 He was going to make sure that He could redeem man or bring man back to Himself. So. Uh, next in line would be Noah. So uh, for most people that haven't heard the story of the flood, I encourage you to, to research this stuff. I'm not going to get into that, right? These are these are old things that we should have learned as children. Um, I hope that you have a Bible, right? I'll do other segments. Maybe I'll break down some of that. Maybe if you're in a place where maybe it's illegal for you to have a Bible, which is very honest. Maybe you've never heard these things I'm talking to you about uh, because maybe you've read a book uh, that's not uh, either the Torah uh, the, uh, Quran or, or the Bible. So it doesn't actually list that, but you know, for most people that they're very aware of the great flood. Okay. And even outside of the Bible, okay. There's a lot of history, you know, civilizations that actually depict stories of this, of this great flood and this huge boat, uh, that are not in the Bible. Okay. So it's a very accurate, uh, depiction of what actually happened in our history as far as human history. Uh, so Noah is the key figure. So when we're all fighting about the, the melanin content of our skin, right? How deep and dark our skin is or how, our, how deep and dark our skin is or how light our skin is, then understand that we all have melanin, right? Well, most of us have melanin. Some of us don't have melanin, okay? And that's okay, okay? The melanin is what makes your skin uh, have different uh, uh, colors, right? Dark or light, okay? The melanin is also what gives your eyes the different colors that it, that it gives it. Uh, the melanin is also what gives your hair the different colors and what makes it, you know, coily or straight. OK, whether you have it or you don't have it or you have a little or have a, you know, have a lot. It's that melanin that does that. OK, so we all have those differences. OK, as far as the melanin, but we're still human beings. Right. So in, in essence, we still have the same origin in Noah. 
but it's just different contents of melanin, okay? And the other thing is, is culture. Uh, we all have different cultures, right? Uh, the way we eat our foods, the languages that we speak, uh, the way we spend our money, right? All those different things, even religion is a part of a, a, our, our cultures, okay? Uh, so those things that, 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 that seem to divide us, but that's really not that big of a deal when you really start to, to realize how much all humanity has in common, again, especially when we realize that we have the same origin in Noah, Okay, another thing that you may uh, find that we try to uh, divide ourselves on. Uh, so I, I mentioned, you know, the, the content of melanin, our culture. Another thing is our nationality, which is our location or the location that we started in. Okay, which place on the planet that we started in, right? Whether it was a, a German nationality uh, or it was an Australian uh, nationality. Again, for me, uh, it was in the United States in a place called, uh, you know, Kentucky, right? A state uh, in the United States, was in, which is in North America, right? So those are national, national type things, nationalities, right? So uh, it's just an interesting thing how we continue to divide ourselves over these things. So what my message is, is not to try to give you, you know, uh, history, <laughs> right? But I wanted to make sure I, I could, I could give you, a, again, a foundation about me and about why it is I'm, I'm taking the time to actually do these, these podcasts or record these messages on my, on my channel. And it's because I want to make sure that all this uh, facade, right, all of this, you know, these, these things that have kept you uh, from God is that you have all of those barriers that are moved out of the way. A lot of people, uh, especially that I know of in Christianity, you know, they leave the church and they call them backsliders and they call them all types of names. And a lot of times people, to be honest, they, they didn't leave the church because they didn't want God. They just didn't want the tradition, right? Uh, they didn't leave the church because they didn't want God. Uh, they left They left there because they didn't like the hypocrisy, right? The actors, the lying, the pretending that people were doing, right? They they didn't want uh, the, the, the lying, the gossiping, right? They didn't want people that are constantly uh, hurting them, right? And, 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 and making them feel less than. So they didn't want to come back to that. So they left the church. So then the so-called church people made them feel bad for leaving the church. When, to be honest, nobody should want to live in that type of atmosphere. So this message is for, for, for anyone uh, that has, has, has not you know, made a confession uh, in Jesus Christ, okay? Uh, anybody that has made a confession in Jesus Christ, but you just know that something's not right, uh, maybe you are living in a lot of sin. Maybe there's a lot of addiction that you have in your life, uh, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, pornography addiction, uh, uh, work, right? Addiction, right? So those, those are a lot of things. Any other kind of idols that you may be dealing with. Uh, maybe you are worshiping some other type of uh, like uh, deity, right? Which is uh, which is a, a obviously an idol, but it could be, you know, television. The fact that you can't pull yourself from in front from in front of, in front of the television or uh, social media has control over you, you know, uh, or anything like that. Uh, you are in uh, some type of sexual sin, okay? So uh, maybe you have same sex affections. So you're not a homosexual. So that's something I'm I'm newly trying to. Um, uh, try to make sure that I have a correct conversation about, but uh, you're not a homosexual, right? That's just a, a, a lust that you've had. That's just a thing that you may have done, which is to have same-sex affections, either wanting, desiring to, 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 to be physically with the person of the same sex or gender, or you've actually, you know, acted on that and you're still acting on that, right? Uh, but that's not, that's not, that's not a, a, a who you are type of thing, right? You are a man, you are a woman, uh, you know, you you are a human being, right? But you're not a homosexual, or you're not a a drunk, 
right? You're not an alcoholic, right? These are these are things that we uh, have been uh, labels that we have been uh, uh, placed on ourselves and placed on other people, and it messes with our identity. So understand that if you're living a lifestyle that you don't want to live, then then first of all, <laughs> right? Then you have to decide if that's something that you want. Like, do you like the results that you're getting? Do you like it? Okay, because even sexual immorality, just uh, living in premarital sex, that's not any better, right, or any worse than homosexual uh, relationships. Okay, we we depict that sometimes as being worse, but to be honest with you, sin is sin, and I got to make sure I'm saying it plain and honest because I love you, and if I'm gonna love you, I said I'm gonna come direct. No games, no gimmicks, no tricks. Right? I was in a bunch of sexual immorality before I got married, and uh, I, I had to say this for myself. The only relationship that I was actually faithful in, the only relationship that I was actually honored, okay, is my marriage. I didn't honor any before that, okay? So it's a miracle for me to have a uh, history of failing, right? (laughs) I failed in every single relationship that I had. And it wasn't until I came to God and I said, hey, I don't like the way that I'm treating people. I don't like the person that I am. And I want to be able to be a good husband and a good father. And I don't want this history to, to, to be who I am and who, who, you know, what actually manifests for the rest of my life. So that's what happened for me. And, and it was a miraculous thing. And it's through the things I'm sharing with you that changed me, right? This person that was a, a whoremonger, right? Couldn't get it straight at all, right? Had multiple relationships. And the fact that God would uh, be able to change me to the point where I, I don't struggle with any of that, right? I never had a, a, a one thought about ever being with anybody else uh, aside beside my wife. So I'm not struggling with that, okay? Uh, same thing is, you know, me with video games, okay? And people don't realize that's a real addiction, right? I had an addiction for video games. I had to ask God to deliver me from video games. I mean, I would stay up all night, all day. I would use it to try to fix my problems when things weren't going right. And and it was a terrible thing. So I had to say, God, hey, this thing is not helping me. It's hurting me. And it's amazing that through the process that God has uh, has provided, I don't have any struggles. I don't have any desire for playing video games. So if you play video games and it's not an addiction and you can put it down, it doesn't get in the way of your relationships or job or anything like that, more power to you. But for me, it was ruling and dominating me, right? I never really had a big issue with with alcohol. Never liked the taste of alcohol, right? Or or uh, drugs, marijuana, uh, or any type of drugs. I never liked the way it felt. Uh, but I had addictions with pornography, right? And and uh, again with um, with uh, relationships and, and abusing relationships and people, you know that was my thing. And again, what I'm saying to you is none is better than the other, right? They're all bad, <laughs> right? So I'm trying to make sure. I'm going to be plain and honest with you. And it's just a case where God has better for you. So it's not about uh, anyone trying to judge you or God trying to judge you. I want you to understand that God has provided such a perfect way, uh, a seamless and a direct path to him uh, that you're going to you're going to be totally blown away when you start to see how simple some of this stuff is that God has provided. It's not about the traditions, not about what they of the week that you so-called worship God. It's not about the sacrifices that you uh, that you bring and you offer uh, to this so-called God. So-called God. It's not about the the foods and the diet that you eat that that show that you're obedient to God. Right? It's it's not about uh, the you know all of these you know actions that that you feel like that you have to do in order to be able to earn some righteousness before God, to earn some kind of justification by, before God. It's not about that. What God always wanted was you. 
<laughs> right? It's amazing to understand that you can have uh, this invisible God that could want you, right? He wants me. He wants that relationship with me. So when we're talking about this so-called sin, right, this transgression, then all it is is just barriers, right? There's walls and fence, a fence line that God put up, put up to protect you, right? There is not a one sinful thing uh, that, that you could go into that's beneficial to your life, okay? Most of us, the measuring stick that we have for our lives is does it feel good, <laughs> right? And for some of us, we say, does it feel good? And then is it uh, openly harmful to other people, okay? For maybe a few other people, the measuring stick is, is it lawful, right? Have they passed a law that made it legal? Um, and, you know, and, and if you've never heard this, it's a, this is very important during this day and age, is that just because they pass a law that says it's legal to smoke marijuana doesn't mean it's morally correct and good for you, right? So if, if God said drunkenness is bad, then understand that when you go into anything, okay, alcohol or drugs or anything, because most of this stuff came from the earth anyway, so it's not the, the alcohol, right? It's a neutral thing. It's not the marijuana. It's a neutral thing, right? A lot of these things are neutral. Uh, it's about the way that we use them, right? Lust uh, is a case where you uh, have something, that had a purpose and intent that God intended for it to be used for. And then you're longing to use that thing for another benefit. Okay. That could be a person. Uh, so God intended for that person to be your brother, your sister, to, 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 to help them, to, to love them, to support them. Right. Uh, if that happened to be an individual that could be your wife. Okay. Then that person is, is, is a different relationship. But outside of that, you don't view uh, a, a man or a woman. Okay. in that sexual way, uh, again, it's for our own protection. It's just building a society. Uh, so with all of that being said, <clears throat> then if you have a desire, I've had a desire for something that's outside of his purpose, it's going to hurt you, right? You're going to hurt it and it's going to hurt you, right? So taking some leaves, right? Packing them into something, lighting them on fire and smoking and, and, and inhaling that smoke into your body, it's going to mess you up, okay? Either mentally, psychologically, physically, like it's going to mess you up because that's not what it was supposed to be used for, right? If you have a, uh, a human being, right? Uh, uh, again, we have our, 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 uh, our parts, right? Our private parts that we use for, are intended to be used uh, for regeneration, right? Or relieving ourselves. Uh, those parts were not supposed to be used in certain ways. So if you have a desire to, uh, to use those things in different ways outside of the way that God intended, understand then there's going to be a, a, a price to pay, right? It's going to hurt you. So if you're, again, living these lifestyles, you know I'm telling the truth, right? So if you're li living in a homosexual, uh, you know, relationship or lifestyle, uh, you know I'm telling the truth, okay? The Centers for Disease and Control in America, they give all the statistics that show all the horrible things that, that nobody tells you or anybody else about, about the relationships. And it's just a bad thing, okay? It's all it is. Like, I, it, you know, it's just a bad deal, okay? And, and a lot of, uh, again, um, uh, relationships that, that are not homosexual, but they're just uh, premarital uh, relationships or premarital sexual relationships, they're bad too, right? All the arguing and fighting and all of these different uh, kids that, that have different moms and dads and they got to stay with kids, you know, mom and dad on the weekend or a couple weeks in the summer and they got to listen to all this fighting and arguing and just crazy stuff, right? They came out of uh, this, these sexual relationships that we should have never had. Uh, so when we're dealing with these things, understand that what I'm telling you is I'm not asking you to seek a natural source or a solution. You've tried that, okay? We're not, I'm, not, I'm not offering that to you. What I'm saying to you is, is that God always intended 
going all the way back to Adam is for you to have his kingdom living on the inside of you, okay? I can't explain totally what that means to you, but I'm telling you that Jesus Christ, okay, this person I know that you may have heard something about, okay, he is the son of God, okay? He did come in the flesh, and he is the solution to everything. He was all God, right, and all man. And in this person, okay, there was the kingdom, this kingdom of God, this 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 great wonderful, perfect kingdom that God sent in Adam, that Adam forfeited, okay? And God always, again, had the rescue plan in place, no big deal, to send his son to bring that kingdom back. So Jesus Christ brought that kingdom back, which bears and holds every solution to everything that you or I or anybody else ever would need, right? Isn't that crazy to think about? So the addiction that you have, okay, or or uh, whatever the, the, the problem that you may have, okay, maybe you don't have an addiction, but maybe you just have poor relationships. Maybe you've jacked up <laughs> a lot of relationships, those between your parents, your kids, coworkers, right, whatever it is. Maybe you just have a, a rough time uh, identifying with y- yourself or, you know, just liking yourself. Maybe you just don't like the person that you see in the mirror. Maybe you're struggling uh, with that identity because of some things that maybe you've done in the past or some bad things that maybe some people have said about you in the past. Um, you know, uh, maybe it, it is a case where you're just struggling financially, right? Maybe you've made some very poor decisions financially or because of the place that you're living in, uh, in in the world, maybe the corruption has made it so there's just not a lot of opportunity, okay, around you. So you're living in poverty. Uh, maybe physically you're struggling, right? Maybe that you have sickness uh, or disease that's debilitating you, okay, plaguing you, uh, that, that you've gone to doctors and it's just no solution, right? You're, you're maybe taking a bunch of medicine and pills to try to mask the real problem. And what you really want is to live in total health and healing. Uh, maybe that you're taking pills feels for uh, like uh, depression or bipolarism maybe that you know you're you're um you know having thoughts of suicide that you deal with every single day these are real things that we all have to deal with uh so what i'm going to do is is just uh read you know just just a couple verses okay i encourage you uh, maybe to just stay tuned in okay but i i in this segment okay is going to i'm going to give you enough solutions to actually have freedom right so as you are experiencing that freedom Uh, then I expect for you, again, to share that with other people, continue to come back so we can grow. So just because uh, you had a pain and the pain leaves today, it doesn't mean that you should go back into the lifestyle that you were in, okay? Or just because you had thoughts of suicide uh, before coming on this call uh, or this message, and then, you know, you don't have thoughts of suicide anymore, don't mean you should go back and do the things that you were doing, okay? So there's there's far more uh, to it than just being relieved of that particular thing because we want to make sure that you take the full package, right? We want to make sure that you get it all, uh, and I can't give everything to you and have it all manifest to you uh, in, in just this 20, 30 minutes or 35 minutes or whatever it is that we're doing on this in this segment. But I want to make sure that, again, you have some relief. OK, you understand that this thing is real. I'm not playing any games. OK, I'm being very honest and real with you. Uh, so I want to make sure that you understand that. So. When I'm saying all of this, understand that this kingdom I'm telling you about is not a religion, okay? It literally is an entire kingdom. So in the same way uh, that one person could live in a nation uh, such as, uh, say, Vietnam, okay? I had a, a good friend uh, whose family came came from that from that country, right? Uh, or, or Korea, uh, or it could be some uh, country in Africa. And your rights were being violated, right? Weren't a lot of opportunities. Uh, things just weren't working working right. So what people have done, and you've and you've known this, okay? We've heard stories about it. Then they make a plan to actually leave that nation, that that country, that government, and go to another.
another one. Why? Because they're looking for the benefits that are available in that next country, right? So they don't go to that country because they want to follow the laws, right? They're not sitting around in their current country man, I really want to uh, adhere to the law uh, of, of speeding, right? <laughs> so I want to I I, I be able to get in a car, not be able to go uh, faster than, than, than 25 miles per hour, right? They're, they're not sitting around thinking about that. They're not sitting around begging, oh, man, I would love to pay taxes, right? I, I just long for the opportunity to pay taxes, right? They're, they're not sitting around thinking about that, right? It's not the laws that, they, that they're looking for. They're looking for the benefits. So it's the same way with the kingdom of God, right? I'm talking to you about solutions. I'm telling you that in my life that these things have worked for me. And I know for a fact that they will work uh, at least as good for me and maybe better, <laughs> right? Uh, for you. I know they will work at least as, as, as good or better for you. And I want those solutions for you. That's what I really desired uh, for my own self is that I wanted to be able to offer those things to people in a real authentic way so that I could actually experience the peace, right? The joy that I have, right? I, I don't know when's the last time I've been sick. I don't even, to be honest with you, I totally forget most of the times what that feels like and how to even do it. I don't even know anything about that. I mean, it sounds crazy. When I say super is natural in the kingdom of God, I'm telling you this thing is real. Like, I just don't know. I, I really don't know, right? I, I had a confession that began with that I can't, uh, that I don't get sick, right? I say that I don't get sick, but then it got to the confession where I can't get sick, right? It's a bold, it's a, it's a bold confession, but it's a reality, like peace. I, I, I don't wake up depressed, right? I don't get depressed. I don't even know what depression is or how that even works, Right. I have I have peace that I walk, walk in. Do circumstances happen and things happen in life? Yeah. Right. Am I uh, oblivious <laughs> right, to things that happen to me? No. All right. But I don't I don't go to any pill or in the bottom into a bottle to find some solution. I don't I just don't need to do it. I'm not struggling with uh, with homosexual thoughts or or any kind of sexual thoughts or any kind of sexual morality. Like I'm not waking up and, and, and trying not to go sin. Right. I don't even think about it. I mean, isn't that a, a wonderful place to be uh, to not to have to even struggle against it? Right. Wouldn't you want to to be able to have a life where you don't have to struggle against those things? Right. Where you don't even have those thoughts. Right. It's one thing for you not to do. It's another thing not not for you not to even consider doing it. Right. Not to even want to do it. Uh, so uh, with that being said, then I want to make sure uh, that I say uh, say that 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 you are wonderful. OK, if you've never heard that before, you are awesome. Uh, God loves you. I love you very, very much. OK, and I apologize on behalf of the people that have hurt you in the past. So if you've had people that have uh, done some some pretty bad things to you, treated you bad, maybe they violated your rights uh, in, in either a moral way, okay, or, or whatever way that they violated your rights and they hurt you and you're hurt, holding that resentment and you've been carrying that pain for your life, I apologize right now on the, on the behalf of that person. So if that person never told you I'm sorry, then I'm saying I am sorry on behalf of that person. And you cannot continue to hold that grudge, okay, that unforgiveness, and carry that on for the rest of your life. Today is it, right? Today is done. So we're, we're not doing that, okay? I'm giving you an opportunity to live in peace, to get to live in comfort, okay, to live in freedom, to break those chains. So yes, it was a bad thing. Yes, it happened. I'm not saying it did not happen, okay? But we are going to have to make a commitment together to be able to live a life a totally different way. Again, tapping into uh, what some people call supernatural, but I don't call it supernatural. What I'm saying is this is what God always intended for humanity to have access to, 
right? He always intended for you to live a super life, right? Success is natural in the kingdom of God. Every natural and, and physical law that God put in place, it was designed for your success, right? Isn't that powerful? Designed for you, your success, and for my success. Every single one, okay? Does that mean that you automatically have success? No. No different than the law of gravity. If you are ignorant of the law of gravity, you can step off of uh, uh, the top of a building and kill yourself, right? But if you understand the laws of gravity, then it can help you to take flight, right? Isn't that, a, isn't that a powerful thing? The same thing with the laws of electricity. The same electricity that could power uh, your, your refrigerator or to power your home for you to get the benefit is the same electricity, if you violate it, that will kill you and have a, a voltage that will pass through your body that will stop your heart. Same electricity, right? So it's about the laws and understanding how those things work and aligning with them that allow you to be successful or not. Now, here's the thing that's powerful. Once you understand those laws or, or at least align with those laws, then it's not a mystery anymore. You're not praying for the lights to come on in your house. If you pay the bill and things are functioning right in your house, you know for a fact if you go to turn the light switch on, you're going to have light, right? Isn't that a powerful thing? Why? Because laws are very predictable. You know for a fact when you buy a plane ticket, you get on the plane, you're supposed to arrive at the destination. I mean, you can, you know, pray because things do happen. Uh, but for the most part, you know, those planes arrive at their destination without fail, right? Why? Because they align with the laws of flight. So, Faith is the same way. Faith has laws, right? Uh, hope has laws. Grace has laws. The kingdom of God has laws, right? You just don't know anything about it. I have just lived my most of my life ignorant of the laws of the kingdom of God and how they work and how they were put in place for my benefit, right? So as my life is aligning with these laws, things are working. That's just honest, okay? It's not to brag, but don't you want to talk to somebody? Don't you want to listen to somebody who's, who, who, who it's working for, right? Whose life experience is saying, hey, this has been working for me uh, for, for years, right? This is not a, not a new thing. been walking in this for some time. And don't you want that experience so that I can transfer that experience so that you can ask me questions and I can answer those questions with real wisdom and real experience? Isn't that what you want, okay? So that's the reason why I'm sharing the fact that it's working for me and I want us all to be able to align with the laws of the king of God, okay? So with that being said, let me make sure that I go ahead and read a couple of scriptures that I wanted. Uh, this is in the canonized Bible, so if you've ever had a situation where they don't recognize a canonized Bible, that's fine. This is what I usually read through, and this is a King James version of a canonized Bible, okay? So uh, it, again, it, this, it could be a case where if you come from a different religion, they may not recognize some of these books, and, and, and that's something you got to understand, but what I'm saying to you, reference point-wise, is that you can't hear the words of Jesus Christ, which is the king of the kingdom of God, right? You can't hear those words if you don't at least align with the place that has his words, okay? So with that being said, then let's, let's, let's read, okay, what some of what Jesus is talking about here. And these are red letters. If you ever have never seen it before, then some of these canonized Bibles in the so-called New Testament, uh, we'll talk more about Old and New Testament, what those things are. Not a big deal for this moment, but just understand these words are powerful. The red lettering is actually uh, the places where Jesus Christ is actually speaking himself, okay? So I'm reading in chapter 15 of Luke, okay? Luke, uh, which is a, was a disciple of Jesus Christ, one of the disciples. Uh, chapter 15, and I'm going to start with verse number, uh, let's start with verse number four. And it said, what man of you having a hundred sheep, 
if he lose one of them, doth not, doth not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it. And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto him, unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which, were, which was lost. I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. Either what woman have ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, doth not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she find it. And when she hath found it, she calleth her friends and her neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I had lost. Right? Powerful. This is a powerful thing, okay? And it says, Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. Right? And, and the entire chapter is about this, 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 this joy that God has. So, Understand, I've been walking with God since I was 14 years old, right? Not not like I am now, obviously, right? I, I went took you through some of that process, so you have a you know some 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 background for me, right? Mostly starting out jacking some stuff up, right? Even when I kind of got it together, still messing stuff up, really you know really bad. It wasn't until about maybe five years ago that I that I really started to understand some of these concepts of the kingdom of God, and things really started to take off for me. But I had a lot of benefit right along the way. Uh, you know, even before I understand the concept of the kingdom of God, and it's because of God's word, right? And because the spirit of God was still working with me, even in my ignorance of the kingdom of God, okay? So understand that God rejoices over you, right? Far more than he's rejoicing over me, right? I, I've, I've been walking for a while, but for a person that has not had a relationship with God, right? Or a person that had a relationship with him, but just falling constantly in sin, uh, living in prison and in, 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 uh, in addictions and in a sinful lifestyle, then God is rejoicing at the thought of you possibly repenting, which is just turning from your ways, doing an about face from your ways and saying, hey, I apologize, right? I know that I've sinned against people, but God, ultimately, I have sinned against you. So Father, forgive me. Understand that that is the relationship that God wants you to have, not as a deity, right? God wants you to have a relationship with him as a father, right? So humanity was actually taken in abduction by, by Satan, by the enemy, right? You and I were abducted. All of us were abducted. So God is really uh, putting a thing in place to be able to reconcile us, to be able to bring us back, redeem us back into this relationship, bring us back into this family, right? And so that we recognize him as, 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 as our father so that he can actually impart the things he always wanted us to have into our lives, right? Isn't that a wonderful, powerful thing? Uh, so when I read that scripture, what I want you to understand is, is that God is, is rejoicing over you right now, right? He is just absolutely rejoicing over you. I'm not making no stuff up. I'm telling you again, that's exactly what it says. No matter what your background is, what you did, none of that matters. So uh, what I'm encouraging you to do right now, so if this is actually quickening your heart and this is something that's really burning up uh, on the inside of you, uh, then we can go ahead and understand that it's very, very simple for you to enter uh, into the kingdom of God. Okay, it's not a complicated thing. Okay, so 
just like any uh, any other country, uh, then if you want to uh, obtain citizenship in that country, there's a process to be able to do that. Okay, so you have to acknowledge, first of all, that this is a different country with different rules and laws. You have to be willing to actually fall in alignment with those things. Okay, also, there is a figure of authority that we must be under. Uh, so in this country, what we acknowledge, according to Romans 10 and 9, is that we confess that Jesus Christ is our Lord. OK, so Jesus Christ must become your master again by your confession. If you want citizenship into this country. Right. It says that he, Jesus Christ, OK, is your Lord and your master. It means he's your owner. Right. So his way or no way. This is the way it's supposed to be. OK. When we come into the kingdom, I know that we may have done it other ways or seen other people do it another other ways. But in a, a, a for real kingdom. Right. Then it's the king's way. It's not our ways. This is not a democracy. It's not a vote. OK. We acknowledge that he's our master. We acknowledge that he's our Lord. And we also acknowledge that he was raised from the dead, that he was a that, that Jesus Christ. OK, the Christ came in a physical body, born of a virgin. He was killed. OK, and, and then he rose up again. We believe that he was risen from the dead. So we believe that he was a son of God and he was risen from the dead. OK, so the, the powerful thing is, as long as you are able to confess. Jesus Christ is Lord. Isn't it a powerful thing? Say, hey, I want Jesus. I want you to be my Lord. And as long as you're able to confess that with your mouth and as long as you're able to actually believe that in your heart, then what happens is you become a brand new person spiritually. OK, most people have never talked to you about this, but I want to make sure you understand that you are a spirit being right. Spirit, soul and body. Right. You are a spirit being living within a dirt body and you have a soul. Right. So the, the part of you that's becoming brand new as you make this confession or if you've already made this confession is your spirit. You as a spirit, spirit man, okay, a spirit person. Brand new. You become encased, okay, encased uh, by or with the Holy Spirit, okay? So it, 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 it protects you as a spirit being, uh, but your soul hasn't changed, okay? And that's what most people don't understand about this process. Yes, you make a confession. Instantly, you become totally new, but then your soul still has been trained in a lot of sin, a lot of things that are contrary to the, to the will of God. So that's why we have to make sure we stay in the word of God reading. OK, asking the spirit of God to help us, to train us up. OK, you need to put away a lot of those things that were messing with us, to, to draw us back into a lot of those uh, those lifestyles that were damaging to us. Uh, but with all of that being said, understand that your citizenship is real and you're coming into a kingdom that has every single benefit that you need. OK, it's God's responsibility to supply those things. Uh, but we have to make sure we align again with the laws that have, that God has, not the Ten Commandments. OK, we're talking about uh, the law of liberty. We're talking about the laws and commands of the kingdom of God. Every word that Jesus Christ spoke, OK, is giving us commands to help us to understand these laws that align for us to be able to have us again like a light switch. OK, uh, to be able to have it be predictable, to have success be predictable. Just like when you go in again to turn the light on in your home, you know that the light is coming on. You should know that you're going to succeed if you're aligning with God's ways. Okay. So with that being said, now you've made that confession, right? You've, you've confessed that Jesus Christ is your Lord. You believe that he was risen from the dead. And most people do these in separate parts, but God never intended for the spirit of God to baptize your soul as a separate event. <laughs> That's not what it was. 
So what, what you understand is this, that your confession and becoming brand new as a spirit being is all preparation for God to come and dwell within you. That's it. That's the, that's the preparation. He, he can't dwell within you without that happening. Okay. So he makes the vessel clean. Okay. That spirit part of you clean encases it with the spirit of God. So the Holy Spirit can, can, can live and dwell there. But then your soul, you have to give permission for your soul to be immersed in full of the, of the Holy Ghost. Some people call, call this the baptism of the Holy Spirit, okay? If you don't understand that, no big deal, right? Again, what I said is what? Super is natural. These are natural things that happen in the kingdom of God. So what I'd like for you to do is make sure as you're making this confession is that you, that you ask the Holy Spirit to fill you, right? Ask the Spirit of God to immerse you, right? Ask the Spirit of God to baptize you, right? To fill you, right? So these are things that you want to happen. Why? Because you want the regeneration and you want the baptism and the filling because this is the reason why God actually saved you, right? That's the reason why. Why? Because now he can help you from the internal parts of you, right? Help you internally, not just externally. And that's what is most powerful about the process that we're talking about here in the kingdom of God. So now that you've confessed hope and faith in Christ, right? Powerful thing. Now that you've asked the spirit of God to dwell within you, to baptize you, to fill you with his spirit. Now you have God walking around on the inside of you, right? Isn't that a powerful thing? Now you have become the temple of God. You are the temple of God, right? Isn't that a wonderful thing? So it, it doesn't matter what you look like, right, or what you feel like. It's just a reality that now you are the temple of God. So we're, what we are, what I want you to understand is, is that this is a real thing, okay, that you have taken citizenship in the kingdom of God, okay? These, there's, there's a number of things that could happen. Uh, uh, there's something called the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which I talked to you about, but also the evidence of speaking in tongues, okay? Some people have that right away. Some people may be just not aware of it, so it never happens to them. But understand that you have a language. Every kingdom has a language, right? Every country has a language, right? So in the kingdom of God, then you should be given a natural language, which is tongues, right? So that you can expect either now, right? So you can try to join in with me and your tongues may sound like my tongues. They may sound different, right? There's diverse tongues, right? So your tongues may sound like mine or they may sound a little bit different, but the fact is you can speak in a spiritual language that flows from your spirit being that you don't understand carnally, right? Then that's the fact, okay? Right? And this is a spiritual language that you have between you and your father, right? You and your father. This is a communication between you. So when I'm saying it to you, I'm not trying to impress you. <laughs> I'm only speaking in tongues here on this recording so that you can understand that I have a different language that I speak in directly to my father. Now we're able to communicate on a higher level because our minds, our carnal, physical mind can't keep up with the fast and high things that God has for us, okay? So if that happens to you right now, powerful. It doesn't mean that you're not saved if it doesn't happen for you right now. I went uh, at least, man, maybe 
10 years or something like that before I, I ever spoke in tongues. Even after I knew that I was baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit, even after I knew uh, about uh, the, the, the presence of tongues, the, the reality of tongues, I didn't even know the tongues existed. And then even after I knew that they did exist, it still was maybe uh, two to three years, right, uh, of me seeking that, that it actually happened, not because God was holding anything back, but just because of the ignorance that I had, okay? So I don't want you to have any of that. Just understand that this is a natural thing. Again, super is natural in the kingdom of God, okay? Uh, so just continuing that, the good thing is you can come back to this podcast, come back to this YouTube video, and you can practice that. If you got questions about it, you can always reach out to me, okay? But uh, God's word is full of a bunch of, a bunch of things. I'm not making anything up. So anything that I say to you, uh, we can go to the word of God and I can actually pull that out, okay? So with that being said, you may be a person that I've already confessed hope and faith in Christ, already been baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit even before this call. <laughs> you're just struggling with sin, just struggling with whatever you're struggling with, are just looking for a deeper, more intimate relationship with God, okay? And I didn't say the word intimacy. Yes, what you're, what you're being offered is intimacy, right? No religion offers intimacy, right? Only in the, the real authentic intimacy only comes from the kingdom of God, okay? It's a natural, again, relationship between you and your father, and he wants that intimacy, that, that knowing between you and him. He actually desires and wants that. So it's a powerful thing. So the way that we're going to end this, is I'm going to speak to a few different things to be able to provide some solutions, okay? So here's the way that it works, is that uh, trust normally is in a person, okay? Belief normally is in a thing, okay? So what I encourage you to do is, is if you came on this call and you already had the decision to trust in God, powerful, important thing, it's a necessity. If you already came on this call and you already had the belief to trust in, in, in God's word, okay, trust in his ways, then we're, we're already where we need to be at in order for miracles to manifest. But if you came on this call and you're having some trouble maybe trusting God, okay, maybe believing in his word and his ways, believing in miracles, no big deal, okay? You can come back and you can listen to this again. You can start to hash those things out on your own. But there's a case where it's only done unto you according to your faith, right? My faith is here, right? It's present, it's real. God has given me that faith. Your faith, okay, your decision to believe is vital and important. It's only done unto you according to your faith, right? Jesus said, be it unto you according to your faith, okay? So it's very important for you to come to a place where you make a decision that, God, I know that you can solve my problems. I know that your ways are a solution to the, to the, to the things, to the problems that I have. That's something you have to know. You have to know for a fact. OK, there was a, a young woman uh, uh, who was struggling with with some uh, some flowing blood. OK, it wouldn't stop. She couldn't quit bleeding. Uh, so she went to these various doctors, paid all of her money out. Actually, the situation got worse for her. And she decided in her mind, again, this is something that she decided beforehand that if she could actually get to Jesus Christ and actually touch touch the hem of his garment, then she already had the image inside of herself and knew for a fact. Again, she decided that she was going to trust God. She decided she was going to trust Jesus. And she decided she was going to make a belief that if she touched the hem of his garment, then she would be healed and made whole. Isn't that awesome, right? So these are decisions that she had to make beforehand. So what we have to make sure we understand is, is our belief, our decision, our trusting is very, very vital. So we want to get that going, right? So if you already have, have come on, again onto this call, onto this, and, 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 and you are, have no shadow of a doubt, you say, hey, Corey, 
I know for a fact that uh, I believe uh, that God can heal. I know that he can, he can take away the things that's been bothering me and hindering me. Uh, I believe that God's word is powerful. And if the word is spoken, then it will, it will be a solution to my problems. Uh, you say, Corey, uh, I not only believe that, but I believe the healing can come through a person, but can, can come through a man. I believe that you say that Corey, uh, not only do I believe that this can come through a man, but Corey, I believe that God can use you, right? I believe it's not, it's not really Corey, but it's, it's the, it's the, the power that God wants to flow into the earth through a man. And I believe that Corey, that it can come through you. Okay. And you also say, that, that I believe even though that I have been lived a sinful life, even though I've done things that are not right, even though that my life has not been, you know, what God wants it to be. I, I know that God loves me so much that he's willing to forgive me for those things, look past those things and still heal me, still provide a solution to me. Isn't that wonderful? Right. You're saying that you believe that. OK, so with that being said, if you have headaches that you're dealing with, chronic headaches, I'm speaking to that right now in the name of Jesus. So pain in the head, put your hands on your head. I'm speaking to that pain, pain. I command you go. I command you dissipate. I command you dissolve right now in the name of Jesus. You devil, I command you get out, leave and go and do not come back. Pain, I command you go right now in the name of Jesus. And you should be experiencing some relief if that's something you're dealing with. Neck, let's deal with your neck. Anybody's dealing with chronic neck pain, some neck pain. I speak to you in the name of Jesus. I command you go, put your hand on your neck. And tell it to go. You tell it. Pain, leave now. Say, pain, go in the name of Jesus. So pain, I command you go. Devil, I rebuke you. I command you come out. So body, okay, if you have pain in any other area of your life, whatever that part of your body is, I'm telling you, put your hand on it right now in the name of Jesus. If it's your knees, a lot of people struggle with knee problems. Uh, okay, back is another very, very uh, uh, a common source of pain. Okay, put your hand on your knees, on your back. Maybe it's another joint that you're dealing with, your ankles or something like that. Put it on there, okay? Touch it right now in the name of Jesus. And I am talking right now to that part of your body. Pain, I'm speaking to you. I command it, go now. And you open your mouth and you tell it. You say, pain, I speak to you and I command you, go now in the name of Jesus. So pain, I command you, go now, 100%. Not some, but all. All I command you go now in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I thank you for full resolution, God. Uh, if there's something that caused that area to be, uh, you know, damaged, if there was an injury or some kind of surgery or something like that, then what I'm going to do is speak a, a renewing, restructive word into that place. Again, put your hand back on that place. And I'm speaking to that place in your body. I command it to be whole now. Be sozoed. Now, in the name of Jesus, I command you to be whole. I command you to be renewed in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. If you've had a case where you have organs that have been removed or organs that have been damaged in such a place where they can't uh, really function correctly, then I want you to place your hand on the area of your body. If it's your head, your eyes, your ears, uh, again, uh, on your abdomen, okay, whatever that place is where you've had something removed surgically uh, or it's just damaged to a place where you know that it needs to be replaced or you need a new one, right? So we're going to speak a new it into, into place right now. If it's a new heart, right, a new uh, lung, a new pancreas, uh, a new... Um, you know, whatever the thing is, right? Whatever the new thing is, let's speak it into existence right now. Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. So put your hand on that place and let's 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 go ahead and, 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 and regenerate that thing right now. 
So, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you that you can make all things new, God. Father, you have put everything in place for our benefit, every law, everything is supposed to be for our benefit, God. So, Father, I thank you that this person will continue life, hallelujah, God, and be able to, to do the work of God. Father, I speak much fruit into their life, God. So, Father, I forbid to have this thing that would have normally been a hindrance to them to hinder them. So, Father, I speak normal function in the organ, Father God, that has been malfunctioning, God. Father, I speak a new organ in the place, Father God, that maybe there is none, Father God, a one that is damaged. Father, I thank you for a new organ right now in the name of Jesus. I speak to you. Body, I command you to form a new one right now in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we thank you for a new organ, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for perfection, God. Father, I thank you, Father God, the science is slow and behind, but even science will be able to verify and prove the reality of what I'm saying right now in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I thank you for normal body function. I thank you that the body is pain-free in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. All right, so next thing we're going to deal with is people that are dealing with any type of addiction.